Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. How's your technology, Dave? going okay isn't it yeah we've had a bit of course it's if this sounds all right this becomes completely unnecessary to the listener but uh we yeah are I, th- I think we should let them in on it yeah, the drama the drama is is that we know we're starting this podcast from a tense position we've spent l- nearly half an hour dave going oh hang on you need to reload you need to reboot it's been yeah pretty sexy stuff pretty cool stuff here we go that's the i think that's our first dave crib yawn of the show yeah, absolutely. Well, half an hour in technically, but very much twenty-five seconds into the actual recording. Actual so recording, yeah. Tricky, isn't it? I've been holding it back for for, for this whole time. Are you? I'd basically yawn till midday at the moment. That's my that's my schedule. Did you spend the morning yawning? You, yep, yeah, yawn morn, and then <laughs> sort of afternoon. I can't do a rhyme for afternoon. <laughs> rhyme Come for on, afternoon. Dave. For God's sake. Um, how are you? What time did you go to bed last night, please? I graft in the aft. <laughs> hey. Lovely stuff. And then I sleep, 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 thieve in the eve. Great. You're th- you thieve in the eve, did you say? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense, no, but it rhymes. Don't worry. That's all, we can, that's all we can hope for at this stage. What, please, uh, time did you go to bed last night? 4.35am. Dave, you're slipping and sliding. You're, you're living like a postman, but without the perk. Uh, and yeah, without the post, is the, is the post the perk? Yeah, I think so. I think postmen get a lot of perks. You know, they it's a great job. You get a lot of contact with people, which probably at the moment isn't a great thing. But no, that's very much the opposite. Very it? fit and healthy, though. Good exercise. But anyway, you you went. Why why so late, Dave? What's happening? Oh, my body clock's just. I mean, there's nothing to get up for, is there? So there's, therefore, I don't go to bed very. Uh, very I mean, no, yeah. none taken considering you've got a podcast to record every morning. I know. Well, I'm up for it, aren't I? I mean, you're up for it. I get to monitor the the news overnight, Tom. That's the thing. It's my it's my it's the, oh. I'm doing the night shift. Okay, okay. Keeping in with everybody, seeing what's going on, so what? we can record this podcast a day in advance of the news, and therefore it becomes out of date anyway. So it's not great. Great, 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 great. I tell you what, I did get around to doing though, and this is now three days out of date. Is I watched the full One World One Voice, the Lady Gaga global bonanza. Oh, you mean the um the thing with Elton John singing in? Yeah, I'm Dil Dandin. Um, with what? Say that again. I'm Dil Dandin. I'm Dil Dandin. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm Dil. You mean? Um, I'm Dil Dandin. Yeah, I'm Dil Dandin. You watched hashtag I'm Dil Dandin. Um, yeah, the whole thing is the weird thing is that all we were talking about was the Elton John performance yesterday's podcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the whole thing is so much. It's so baffling. It's so. Have you, have you watched it yet? Uh, no. All I. The only thing I've watched is. I'm Dil not watched any, anything else, so... So the idea is, right, it's like... I mean, I, I really do apologise to people listening that are now thinking, well, oh, this was on three days ago. Um, mm. But, you know, 
in the spirit of just catching up on TV as and when it fucking happens, then there you go. That's yeah. what I've done. Yeah. Um, the whole premise of it is like, it's supposed to be like Live Aid, but from home, right? So mm. in America, it was like 10 hours long. All the lads were doing all their songs from home. Yeah. Absolutely fine. The BBC then made their own two-hour condensed version where they showed highlights of the American one, uh, but also added in their own original material. Mm-hmm. And by original material, I'm talking pretty production-heavy stuff, like... Um, ripping Chris Martin's Instagram live from two weeks ago and just playing it out. Right. Um, that sort of thing, you know, really, really sort of bespoke great material. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so watching Instagram, genuinely the portrait Instagram story in the middle of a television screen. Oof. And then also we were watching some cool stuff from America, like uh, Sean Mendes and Camila Cabello doing a thing from their house. Uh, but because of the way the BBC did it, they did it in a studio. Right. Um, even though every fucking person on the American one, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, mm. Stephen Colbert, very diverse lineup of the presenters in America, yeah. um, <laughs> all did it from home. That was literally the whole fucking point. It was called Stay Together at Home or something like that. Yeah, I yeah. should really think of it. Uh, and so, yeah, so the BBC version in a studio in Television Centre, Claudia Winkleman, Dermot O'Leary and Clara Ampho. Yeah. Just all three of them. And they very they kept making a point of being like, we've chosen a very big studio so we can be far away from each Ooh, other. That's, you just know, if, if Dermot O'Leary does one of his mega sneezes, they're all going down. Do you know what I mean? That guy yeah, is and, and honestly, like an unmanned like, hose. And, and there was obviously a big old crew there as well, because every time they came back from a performance, they did like the one show clap, you know, where uh, oh. the, the, the crew are clapping. And it wasn't it wasn't quiet. It wasn't like they had like two camera people there. Right. It was a big old crew. What the fuck are they doing? It was so bizarre. They have learnt nothing from the massive success of Have I Got News For You, which did so well when everyone stayed at home. Yes, well, exactly. And then they decided that, do you know what doesn't really work is just doing all music from the biggest artists in the world, like the American one. Right. So what we will do instead is, for example, a four-minute, to four to six-minute feature with Dr. Range, where he answers <laughs> questions from children about whether it's okay to hug your parents. Well, so this is the thing. That, you know, there's been a lot of talk about, oh, how are your kids affected by coronavirus? Are they already yeah. scared? My kids couldn't give a fucking shit. <laughs> Like the whole point isn't the whole point that you protect the kid from really knowing what's going on and they're just having a a bit of fun. They know because they've you know they're not idiots, Dave. They've watched Newsround, so they are right. in touch with the mainstream media and what it's telling them. And um, Newsround yesterday was about some turtles in Thailand who are th- who are thriving in the unpolluted waters. So mm. you know they're getting a very positive spin from Newsround, but it's not just Newsround. When they see like mates, we went for a walk yesterday and my youngest bumped into his best mate, and uh, he said, "I can't come near you because you've got coronavirus." And that was his chat with him. <laughs> he walked off. <laughs> cool. <laughs> My kids are delightful. Um, so, you know, I just, I find it weird, this whole, let's really think about how we tell kids about this. They're, they find that they don't give a shit. It was very bizarre. The whole thing was weird. They kept doing these segments with Dermot and Claudia sitting on chairs two metres apart and talking to people like Dr. Rand. It was like the one show, basically. They turned yeah. it into the fucking one show and I've no idea what was going on. I've no idea what the intention behind it was. Right. But what I can tell you is it absolutely did not work. And it was an absolutely unmitigated disaster. All right. I wanted to do was watch more like Taylor Swift, but yeah. I was just watching Dr. Rand say it's okay to hug your parents as long as you're not screening <laughs> internally in your house. I was like, this is 
Mm. What, what's it, what is this? But it's not okay for adults to hug, hug their elderly parents, though, is it? Just to be clear, because I really don't want to hug my mum, even if there was no coronavirus. I'm keen. Yes, to I was going to say that's not a coronavirus issue, is it? Sorry, you've you've missed you've mistaken the sort of tone of the show. Here. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so there you go. So that's my review of uh, One World Together United Citizens. I'll be honest, mate. It sounds dog shit. It sounds absolute doggo. Was not good, but luckily someone had uh, obviously been employed to do some pretty zingy gag writing. Oh. Uh, which, like to hear an example of uh, one of the intros? Oh, do I ever? Yeah, go on. Here now is the singer from Pearl Jam jamming in their own house. Pretty good stuff. I think they've let Dermot write his own material again, haven't they? They should have done that. They should not have done that. <laughs> uh, that wasn't Dermot, to be fair. But um, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was. It was weird. It was strange. Yeah, and I would say. As a very, very, very staunch supporter of the BBC, they don't fucked up here. You only tend to be, by the way, in terms of the word staunch, you only tend to be a staunch supporter of the Tory party. I don't know if you've ever noticed that, but you're very... <laughs> yeah, you're very that's true. He is a staunch Liberal Democrat. You don't get that. No. You're only ever a staunch Tory. So just, can I just say, Dave, in terms of, considering, you know, you, you live in a media bubble, mate, very, mm. very careful about your use of the word staunch. Staunch, okay. Out. I will be staunch careful going forward. <laughs> But tomorrow night, of course, uh, when you listen to this, is uh, the sort of comic relief-y, children in needy, big night in, coronary BBC thing. So mm. it'll be fascinating to see how uh, that goes. I imagine there's a lot of meetings and scramblings going on after the feedback from Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, especially seeing as so many TV execs listen to this podcast, which they clearly do because of the bill coming back onto UK TV. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, as a staunch avoider of children in need, I don't need to worry about it because I'm happy to donate to the cause, Dave. There's not, I mean, I'm not saying I don't enjoy helping out children in need. That's something I'm on board with. But I cannot. Well, I can't watch those shows. I just, oh, really? Just, oh, oh I, like, I quite like them. I quite get do into you? it. Do you? Yeah, really. I do. I love it. I really, I, I'm really looking forward to it tomorrow night, just having to sit at home. A couple of beers, maybe a bowl of punch. But when was the last time know. there was something good on one of those shows? What, Dave drinking until 4am? I find that hard to believe. <laughs> uh, no, can I just say, to be clear, I'm not drinking every night till 4am. I'm just not being asleep. Right. Were you drinking it before? It's flagging that. Uh, no, 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 no. I didn't have. A, I did not touch a drop. Yet. Oh, so actually, Dave. Actually, Dave. The the hard, the more hardcore of the co-hosts on this podcast was drinking last night. I was absolutely on it like a car or ladies bonnet. My knowledge of you, yes, is that you've never had more than two beers on one day. So tell me, is what this a sort moment for you level? to tell the central heating story? Uh, <laughs> it probably is, isn't it? Yes, we want to. We want. I mean, I can't remember why. I think it was after a show we recorded in Cardiff, wasn't it? Yep. And we uh, went for a couple of drinks, and Tom had his usual two, and then we ended up going to a club. Uh, and yeah, Tom uh, took his coat off at the door, checked it into the cloakroom, and in all seriousness, asked the person on the door uh, is there central heating in here because uh, it's a bit nippy and yeah. uh, you basically just wanted a little nap didn't you yeah yeah a bit yeah. nippy need a nap and yeah. she wasn't that she didn't help she didn't have an answer she said she'd never been asked that question before so well no absolutely it's a fucking mad question to ask someone on the door of a club as it was it was very hot so uh, that's only because my dancing to be honest i'd say the only thing a club has never needed to consider is whether it's got central heating because it has the dancing bodies of sweaty, sweaty humans. If Price is making shapes, they don't need heating for a couple of weeks because things are going to be on fire on the top floor. It was, it was a 90s <laughs> floor. It was wonderful. If Price is making shapes, they don't need anything because they're going to have to close for two weeks because you've cleared the place out. I, can I just say, uh, last night, I absolutely hit it hard. Do you know what I had last night? Yeah. One times Doombar. You're welcome. Told you. Mm-hmm. That's good. 
That's solid. That's a mid a mid table drinking uh, yeah. session for TP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, absolutely. we encourage responsible drinking, and and by encourage responsible drinking, if you just all follow Tom, you will literally be fine for life. That's right, absolutely. No, no one needs a second, Dave. No one needs a second. Why would you, why would you do that? <laughs> Where's the pleasure in a second? Have a. Have I know first. what's happened here, Tom. Second was you around, wasn't it? Oh yeah, that is, yeah, that is that was an issue. That was an issue. Beth brought the first ones in, and uh, I don't know. I don't know how it works at your house, Dave. We don't charge for drinks at our house, so I'm not really sure how that. Oh, you're not recreating the going out vibe. Uh, not, accurately. No, definitely not. Definitely. Not. I'm still fully on board with the staying in thing. I honestly think when this is all over, I'm going to be the first person to have a quiet night in when everyone else is hitting the town. That's why. Yeah, it's going to be great. No, I know. I, I, fu- I fully believe you. Thank you. So we're doing a jigsaw puzzle in our house at the moment, Dave. Lot of puzzling going on, right? So mm. can I be honest? Never really been for me, the puzzle. Right. And I've seen a lot of... The comedian Helen Bauer, if you don't follow her on Instagram, is mm. worth following because it's 95% puzzle oh, great. content. Great. Um, and Well, no, so it's probably a 75% puzzle and 25% drunkenly singing musicals. Great. Um, so sort of got a bit of something for both of us there. Similar to you, to be honest, mate. But yeah, go on. But without the puzzle. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah I, that's what I said. Similar, I yeah. <laughs> T- tell me, what puzzle are you doing? So we're doing a puzzle. It is a puzzle of a load of fish. Um, and sharks and, and like swordfish and stuff like that. It's, it is admittedly it's for kids, so you know four pieces. I've got to put those together. And uh, <laughs> no, it's, I think it's five hundred pieces. Which actually, I sent a picture to my mum of me doing the puzzle. My mum's something of a puzzle fiend, and she replied straight away saying, "That's too easy." So I was like, "Right, thanks, yes. thanks Sally Price." Because five hundred sounds like a lot to me, but actually you hear thousands. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's nothing. Well, you know, there's the devil. There's I think there's a puzzle called um, Hell on Earth or something, which is a puzzle with something like fifteen thousand pieces, right? And every right. single one is white. Uh, yeah, I mean that is. Mm-hmm. But so, so okay. So talk me through that, right? So people mm-hmm. clearly like doing that. What's the? Is the sense just the satisfaction of? Yeah. Because my feeling about puzzles, and I'm, I'm happy to be proved wrong about this, that it's just basically a giant process of elimination game where you're basically just sorting through yes, pieces Dave. and going, no, 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 oh, it is that one. So it's, yeah. you know, do you know what I mean? It's, Dave, it's cardboard admin. Right, exactly. And exactly I that. absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. I've got to organise and sort out all these bits of uh, thick paper according to colour and shape. It just, oh... All I would say, Tom, you know, and I don't mean this in a disparaging way, but we run a company together, mm. and you could just do some actual admin if you wanted to. No, it's not the same. Well, if you got the <laughs> if you got our accounts on our invoices and you put them onto bits of card, right, uh, and asked me to rearrange them, happy to help. I'm totally okay. here for that. Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah, I see. Yeah, just let me know. I but see. no, it, it it was great. It's great. We spent ages doing it. The problem was all four of us were doing it. So me, my wife, and my our two kids we were all sort of at our own little corner of the puzzle. And I noticed that the four year old was really getting stuck in. The four year old, in fact, who was a, who was featured on this podcast before by storming in to tell me he had a spider in his hand. Yes. Um, so he was getting stuck in in one corner. My wife and I were doing. We were we were working on a whale, and my eldest son was doing the edging. Okay, and the little one really did loads, put a lot together. And it was at this point we realised he'd just been jamming them in. Yeah, right. But he, what he's done, to be fair, is, and I can be really, I can really sort of empathise with him, is he's taken the admin portion out of it and just gone, do you know what? This is fun, slamming stuff together, pieces together. He's a puzzle violator. It was really upsetting. And also, it highlights to you, anyone who's got two kids or indeed many more than one kid, will know that, that you don't have a favourite kid uh, at any given moment. You always just have a kid who you hate the least. And that <laughs> is the perfect example of that moment. Because I was like, oh, you little fucking... Oh, and I had to take them out and bits of the top of the layer of the paper were coming away and the cardboard was fraying. And no one wants frayed card 
uh, when you're when you're doing a puzzle. And then the other one, the other kid started eating loads of biscuits and got loads of biscuit crumbs in the puzzle as well. So as usual, Dave, what started off as family fun ended as hell on earth. There you go. Not the not the jigsaw. Not the not the all white jigsaw. No, um, that is something we'll be taking on though because it looks fucking great, doesn't it? Honestly, honestly, Tom, and yeah. it's, it's just I, I understand everyone has their own views on it. It's just not for me a puzzle. Just well, not for me. Well, Happy political. to be converted. If someone wants to tweet us and, and say, yeah, here's a good start, like a gateway puzzle. <laughs> That is that's our question. Let's let's call today's show. What's your favourite puzzle, Dave and Tom? Are you struggling for things to talk about? No, not at all. Not at all. Hi, I'm Hannah Norris, and this is my husband, Carl Donnelly, and we have a new podcast for you. It's called the Keith Cheggers Podcast, and it's about pregnancy because that is what's happening in our lives right now. And inside your belly. Yeah, so we are recording weekly episodes throughout the course of my pregnancy, talking to each other and interesting and funny guests that we have on about their experiences with the pregnancy so we can work out a bit more about what the hell is happening and what is coming up for us. So tune in, subscribe, and have a listen to the Keith Cheggers podcast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I wonder what's happening in Wales at the moment. Yeah, what we need is a, is a Welsh correspondent, right? Hello. We have got, joining us now, a fantastic writer and a comedian and podcaster as well, uh, the very wonderful Beth Granville joins us now. Beth, live from Wales, how are Hi, you? Hi, guys. You okay? I'm all right, thanks. I saw you really struggle with my intro then. You were like, what the fuck is she? She is a... I just think of you as <laughs> one of my favourite WhatsAppers. You are a, one of the most prolific people on WhatsApp I've ever met. I'm so good at it. Yeah, you are. Well, have you not thought about publishing some sort of WhatsApp diary and just, just printing well, no, because out... The problem is, Tom, as, yeah. and people won't know this if they don't have Betty on WhatsApp, there's no actual words, are there? It's, it's pure voice notes. Yeah. It becomes tricky for a book. It's more of a verbatim theatre piece, probably. <laughs> yeah. for, for Edinburgh 2022. Oh my God, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put your uh, WhatsApp voice notes in my ears and then I'm going to stand on stage and read them back out to the audience. That's an amazing <laughs> idea. I bloody, do you know about verbatim, Dave? Have you come across a verbatim theatre? Yeah, mate, yeah. Helen Monks runs a verbatim theatre company. I've seen many a verbatim theatre play that they've written. I hadn't heard about it until uh, my mate Lizzie Roper did one and they're, they're fucking great. It's really cool. Which, yeah, can some someone, can so, uh, well, Betty, as a as a as a dramaturge, there you are. There's another description of what you do. Um, can you describe exactly uh, what uh, verbatim theatre is, please? It is a piece of theatre which uses an exact transcript from a real life conversation or event. Mm, mm, lovely. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thanks, Beth Granville. 
Um, I think Betty's absolutely nailed it on the head. What you said when you said verbatim theatre is great is like saying, do you know what's great? Improv. And then you're going, actually, no, no, no. Do you know what's really good is good improv. Good improv. And what is yes. real shit is mm. a lot of improv. <laughs> Um, can you give us an update from Wales? And actually, you, you are much closer physically to my mother at the moment. So if you could nip into Monmouth as well and, and sort of just drop her off a few items from Waitrose, that would be ideal. <laughs> Happily. Thank you, mate. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'd love to. This is the longest I've spent in Wales, actually, in about 13 years. Mm-hmm. Okay. I realised recently, so I'm, I'm at my parents' house on lockdown because there's more space than my uh, the broom cupboard I live in in London. Right. And I always, like, growing up in Wales, and I was sort of there till my early 20s and I always hated people that had gone to London and came back. I was was such London wankers. (laughs) And I felt a bit like one the other day when I was queuing up for Tesco Express to get some stuff and the guy outside was absolutely class. There was like two doormen and they were having a chat and uh, they're like, I'll be served one sanitizer, love. He was like, you don't have to use it. Like, but like we are saying to people, do, you know, help yourself. I was like, oh yeah, thanks. I had to, we had a bit of chat. And he's like, you can't go down this aisle. There's somebody at the other end. What can I get you? And I was like, oh, I don't know, actually. Um, I was like, I know a couple of things I want. I, is, the, is the kombucha in that aisle? And he went, the, the what? And I went, the kombucha, he went, what's that? And I said, oh, it's, don't worry about it, actually. He went, no, no, go on. Like, I'm interested now. And I said, because I've never heard of that. And I went, no, kombucha is like a fermented tea, but I feel like a bit of a, a cunt for asking for it now. And, um, and he went, mate, you heard of kombucha? He went, what? He was like, what's it called again, love? And I said, oh, it's kombucha, but like, honestly, don't worry about it. And he's like, what? And I was like, oh, kombucha. The word kombucha was said so many times. I wanted to leave immediately. Literally three people were involved by this point. It was so Welsh. Three people were involved. He went, no, I, I wouldn't mind trying that, though, now. <laughs> no, you said like, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It no, is. I'll drop you some down if I ever find any in Wales. Um yeah, it was really embarrassing. It's like a sort of weird mushroom milkshake, isn't it? What, it says fermented tea, isn't it? And actually, the book I'm reading at the moment tells you it's not good for you at all, so joke's on me. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> good. Yeah, yeah, I felt really, like, good for the security guards then. Um, but yeah, I just I felt like a bit of a wanker. So give us some... Uh, so, so obviously, you've, you've managed to introduce... Uh, you've introduced kombucha to uh, the people of Wales, although they still know what it is, so it's like a sort of drinking unicorn at the moment because they're not sure it actually exists. Um, what else has been going on in Wales? Is, you know, are you seeing your neighbours and stuff? Is it all? Is the lockdown being strictly observed? Yeah, it is. People are, are, are good at social distancing here, actually, and there's a bit more space than there is in London. So going out for some nice walks, people are like respectfully kind of nodding and moving away. It's all, it's all really fucking weird and horrible, isn't it? But while the weather's nice, it's, yeah, it's, it's nice. I, um, I'm obviously with my parents as well for the first time in 13 years so naturally had a massive argument with my dad about eggs the first week I was back but things have settled down so yeah that is a danger that free range eggs what was he saying don't don't do it don't go for it he was just saying that all eggs are the same and I was like they're not and I was like I know no eggs are good eggs Mm. ethically but there is a difference in eggs saying that I was an idiot for spending loads of money on eggs right I've basically come on to talk about food today (laughs) anyway it was it was it just was one of those things that escalates because it's so tense at the moment isn't it my mum's a nurse so she's going to her she runs a psychiatric ward and they've got like it's split into covid patients and non so she's you know and my mum's super chill but obviously she said at work it's so tense you know Mm. you can't have visitors on the ward and all the, the you know patients you can imagine if you've got i mean 
this is giving us mental health problems. So imagine you already had them and then loading this on top. So it's just everybody and everything can be quite tense. And I think it comes in waves. And sometimes we're all having a great time. And sometimes it's like, I just want to go to the fucking pub, actually, really yeah, badly. Yeah. I think, I think you know what, Betty, because obviously you come on, you know, you can give us a Welsh update. But I think in terms of the biggest bit of expertise that we need from you is the, is the living back with your parents again. Because I don't know about you, Dave, but I would I'd do an hour also and aren't you doing nothing of reverting to a, a stroppy teenager now yeah it's, i haven't done my washing in weeks that's weird um <laughs> are they asking you to tidy your room and stuff no no my it's very chilled i'm lucky i am lucky but yeah like my i, I keep having to hide my local honey from my dad again food because <laughs> um, he's got a real laissez-faire attitude to my nice food products like he'd replace it with rose you know right right, um, right. so yeah i don't know it is it is weird it's weird like it's uh, yeah my mum brings me a cup of tea every morning in bed oh. like before she goes to work i mean oh, love her okay so i was thinking it'd be hell to move back with my mum because she just wouldn't do that but actually i think i'd quite like to move in with your parents for a few because if we hang on what we've described so far is they they do washing and bring you tea. That is the fucking dream, right? And then you can you can just catch up on but your, your puzzle. But then on the flip side of that, <laughs> I fucking hate puzzles. Oh, come on, um, Betty. <laughs> sorry, I, I was listening in earlier and I'm with Dave on that one. Um, yeah. My brother's here as well. So it's it's super, we're both super infantilised, really, because this is the first time my brother's lived at home for years as well. Yeah. So it's just me and my brother. Like, my mum left us Easter eggs outside our doors at Easter. Oh, come on. <laughs> it is funny. My brother was like, He's exercising at the moment. Obviously, he can't go to the gym. So he's been doing squats with me on his shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> like Joe Granville. Like, it's like knocking Joe Wicks out of the park. With right, his, right, right. You know, inventive exercise routines. Um, <laughs> How is that for you? Like, that always looks quite impressive for the person doing the squat, but I always feel terrified for the person on the shoulder. I know, it was quite fun, actually. He just sort of hold me up like a fireman's lift. Mm. Right. Yeah, it was, it was quite fun. He did three sets of 12 because I... I'll be honest, I've been eating a lot of chocolate. He did, three, <laughs> he did three sets of 12? Yeah. Hang on, he's doing squats? Squats. Right. I, we did a video yesterday, actually. I'll send it to you. So hang on. To be clear... Great podcast content. I, I love this stuff. I do the Joe Wicks thing most days. Right? I'm not being able to do it the last mm -hmm. few days because of my leg. I'm being very brave. Whatever. Um, but when I, when <laughs> Joe Wicks does the squats, right? And he, you have to do like... I do like 10 or 15 squats. No, probably like 10 in 30 seconds. And that's with... I, do you know how many Beth Granville's I've got on my shoulders when I do those squats? I'll tell you zero he's doing three reps of 12 your brother is he must be is he entering competitions is he are we going to see him on tv at he used to be a boxer didn't he so i guess he has got a good level of fitness anyway but yeah it was insane i mean he was fucked right okay good i also do think tom you're making the mistake of sort of uh using the barometer of sort of olympic level fitness as how many squats you can do because yeah. i think there are that's like a very wide variety of abilities isn't there I, I understand that yeah i mean i'm probably not i'm not i'm not one of the one of the better squatters i'll be honest i find i find squatting very difficult i always have goes goes back a long time I'm sure there's a horrible joke in there. <laughs> That's just walking. Would not it. want us to explore it. You can save that for the brown note. <laughs> yeah, the brown note. Oh my god. Um, so Betty, the brown note is back. You'll be thrilled about this. Um, do you know about the brown note? Have we told you about this. You should get my dad on because he once had to come home from work because he shit himself. <laughs> I mean, that's it. That's all we need. We'll do a dad special. Yeah, yeah. A lot of them. Yeah, it's right. you don't need him on. Yeah. My mum was like, "What are you doing home?" And he went, "I am. Um, I shit myself." <laughs> <laughs> it was. <laughs> Sorry, I haven't thought about that for ages. I'm going to go downstairs and bring it up now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, when's Father's Day, Tom? You could do a Father's Day special. Oh, uh, yeah, I think it's in June. 
Father's Day. I think it's in June. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll get on that. There'll be a lot of those. There'll be a lot of those. Um, okay, good, good. Uh, so one of the questions we ask people when they uh, come on the show is, uh, what other things would you be doing? Now, at the moment, you have in the past, where when you taught drama, you taught my kid drama, right? That's That mm-hmm. was... And he loves... He loved you teaching him drama. He loved it so much. Now, I am in charge of homeschooling this afternoon. I'd love to do a bit of drama. Have you got any good exercises we can do with the kids, like sleeping lions, where they just lie down and fuck off for an hour? What, yeah, that's what good... I do when I'm hungover, when I'm teaching drama, is sleeping lions. For, <laughs> but, but, tell us, take us through a game of sleeping lions. How does that work? Um, just, just get them to lie down, close their eyes, and be really quiet and still, and the first one to move is out. <laughs> it's absolutely class. I've done about 40 minutes on that before. <laughs> <laughs> if you do want them to do a bit of drama, do you know what kids love? There's this, remember that exercise where you just write down a few objects, a few places, and maybe a few characters, and like fold them up and put them on bits of paper in separate little bowls, and they have yeah. to pick out one object, one place, yes. and one character or a thing. Yeah. And then they have the three at random, and they don't tell you what ones they've got, and they have to come up with a story about it and act it out. Or, oh it's really nice kids love it or like if you want to sort of what's quite nice as well is a prop like an actual physical thing so if you give them they can choose an object so they could choose like a scarf or a watch or a maybe not a rolling pin I don't know I was going to say rolling pin yeah yeah the Um, sharpest knife available yeah something a bit the sharpest knife available yeah Yeah. into handcuffs Mm -hmm. um yeah, so an object and then a place, a character, and and we'll. So it's an object, that, a place, and a character. All right, Tom, I'm going to uh-huh. give you three now, and you can make up a story on the podcast as a as, as a little dry run. Okay. Right. Oh shit. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So a place. Betty, would you like to give us a place? Iceland. Oh. Iceland. The object is going to be a uh, multi-purpose uh, tool. Great. That you can buy for say IKEA. That's got all the all the you know spanner and a hammer and all that sort of stuff. Right, and so like, person, a, hang on, like a Swiss Army knife or something. Yeah, that sort of thing. Okay. Yeah, it's got all the bits on some scissors, and the the person is going to be uh, Paul Chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> Away you go, Tom. Hang on, hang on. Before we start, is Paul Chuckle the dead one or not? Because no, he was, that's no, dead no. Easy. Paul Chuckle is. I chose well. All right. Okay. So I right. chose respectfully, and then you've uh, undone the respect. There. All right. No, it's fine. I'm part. Right. Oh, of course. Oh, it's really cold here. Ooh, but but I'm just gonna, oh, no, no. I'm just gonna hang on and finish it. I'm gonna get this ooh, <laughs> this block of ice, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna carve an ice sculpture of of my brother Paul. R.I.P. No, Barry. Barry's dead. Oh, but, oh, is it? Which one am I being? My Paul. You're being Paul. Okay. <laughs> just making. I'm making. You can put some sound effects on this. Like. Yeah. Just, I've just carving. I've got. I've just carved. I've carved Paul, and he's Barry. just Barry. I've carved Barry, and now I've got someone to say to me, to you too. There you go. How was that? I'd say as a story, it was short and shit. But yeah. apart from that, quite good. Thank you, mate. Thanks very much indeed. Yeah. <laughs> I need to get back into improv by sta- by the standards of improv. I and mean, we were saying earlier on how important <laughs> it is to have good improv and bad improv. You can't yeah. blame improv. You know, if it's good, it's good, mate. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> so to sum up, the story was yeah. that Paul Chuckle. Yeah, it was, was was carving an ice sculpture of Barry Chuckle. Correct. In Iceland, for in, any particular reason? In Iceland. Um, Why was he in Iceland not and just getting some ice here? Sorry, guys, you know I meant the supermarket. The supermarket. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's why I was... Uh, can, can we go again? Oh, God. Way better. Way better. Him, Paul Chuckle eating a prawn ring or something. <laughs> 
Okay, good. I'm going to do that. I will genuinely do. I will play a drama game with them this afternoon. I suspect my kids will be better at it than me. Um, so, yeah, good. Thank you very oh, much. Oh, it's such a good part of learning. I could do, I'll do more. I'll send you more. Yeah, please. Thank you. I'd appreciate that. And uh, things that you can do in your kitchen and things that while they're doing it, I can just be sort of idly browsing through Instagram. That's the stuff I'm yes. really after. That's the good stuff. Perfect. Yeah, Perfect. Good. I've got very busy thumbs. Um, all right, good. Uh, any other questions? Any other business? Oh, yeah, uh, Betty, what else would you have been doing then right now were it not for lockdown? What day is it? Wednesday. Wednesday, I would have been walking the dogs that I'm missing very much. Okay. And um, teaching drama, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I would have an afternoon teaching drama. Yeah, so, so not particularly. And then I probably just would have been going somewhere to do something fun that wasn't house related. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Possibly a pub or a show or. I'd really underestimated, really underestimated how much I liked a mass gathering. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Mm. It's weird because I overestimated how much I like them. Turns out I don't miss them at all. I'm absolutely fine with this. Absolutely yeah. fine with this. And I, and I think it's different if you're single, actually, on lockdown. Like, wildly different, in fact. Let shitloads of divorces coming in, so that's what I'm waiting for. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Tom? It's Yeah, it, we're sort of annoying each other quite a lot. But to be honest, we always annoy each other as, as it is. She, it got mm. to the point last night where she was. Uh, we, we sat down to have dinner together and Beth was looking at her phone throughout the whole because she was reading an article about uh, Jacinda what's her name the uh, Prime Minister of New Zealand Arden Arden Jacinda Arden thank you and uh, she was scrolling that so that in itself is already an indication that she wants me to go fuck myself because she's just reading her phone and I was talking I did see that picture on Instagram and it was at this moment that I realised that she was scrolling with her middle finger in the perfect uh, middle finger salute as if her hand is so used to just getting ready for the sort of knee-jerk reaction like just the trigger fingers ready to go and just deliver it to my face so I think it's fine for now but I, I get it you know I, of course you miss a, a mass gathering if you're single because that's not a mass gathering that's browsing isn't it it's really yeah it's funny because boys are popping up from like 2000 BC before Corona mm. like <laughs> so many boys so I'm literally waking up going really? because <laughs> people are getting all and I don't do any dating apps I never have but I've got friends who do and they're going hinges going off everybody's chatting I'm like, are they? what about? Yeah. you can't see each other it is fun texting boys like I'm texting you know a little bit but not with like well anyway I'm not going to get into this it's not what the podcast's for but oh I think you'll find it's... it you know come on no, you... so, hang on if, you, if you're texting boys Betty. Mm. What, Be- in, in, Betty very, very obviously steered away before she started talking about sexting then, is what's just happened. Now. Yeah, don't worry. I'm Dave, <laughs> Dave, don't worry. I've just popped the handbrake on and we're just doing a little three-point turn on the old conversational <laughs> superhighway. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Have you sent someone a picture of your tits? <laughs> Thank- Not today. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, no, this is, I'm genuinely interested. But this is what you, you know, you have to do, right? It's if you still fun, want to... You wouldn't normally, but it is quite fun. How many people listen to this? <laughs> oh, it's absolutely fine. That. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's The sexting thing is mad. And, yeah. and it's quite fun. It's just something to, I guess, pass the time a little bit. And 100%. yeah. Well, it's just the, it's the, it's, it's the thing that's com- currently replacing having sex, going out and trying to have sex with people, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, like, that's, that's what I'm interested in. Yeah. That's so, exactly what's yeah. happening. So that's yeah. what people are doing. Like, um, they have to. Yeah, everybody phoned me up going, oh my God, I ended up having video sex with, like my mate Lizzie was like, she was like, I had video sex with Gareth the other night. I was like, fuck <laughs> off. Like her ex from two years ago. Yeah, I was like, oh my wild. God. She was like, Beth, I don't even know how it happened. We're on the phone, we're having a glass of wine. Next thing, we're both having a wank. Wow. You can leave that in if you want. But I'm just wondering, is this why people got the GoPro? So, because those cameras can go anywhere, right? Do you know how how technologically developed <laughs> do you have to be? Yeah, you get your GoPro, mate. 
set up a couple and of... Mate, uh... you do not want that many angles. What you do is spend a good while trying to get one good one. Then you're like, oh, thank fuck for that. Because, you know, 90, 99 of them are horrendous. You don't want the fisheye lens on your nudes. That's an absolute no, disaster waiting to happen. So this is what's going on at the moment. It's just Imagine the fun they're having at GCHQ. Imagine the phone calls they're listening to. I know. And it's just, yeah, it's just nice sort of scrolling through a bit of erotic fiction, isn't it, in the evening? Erot- is, that, is that how you're justifying it to yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Craig sending you a dick pic and you're like, oh, lovely erotic fiction. There. No, I, I put a ban on dick pics. I don't want dick pics. It's, I'm just like, just, just send me lots of nice things that I can read. Okay, so uh, so Paul Chuckle with a multi-purpose tool <laughs> in <Yeah>. Iceland. <laughs> exactly that. Oh, God. To me, to okay. you, to me. <laughs> incredible good thank you so much and we really apologize for uh for for dragging the tone down right at the end there but uh thank you for being an excellent uh cabin fever guest today pleasure thanks for letting me overshare that was brilliant and you started (laughs) off as our wales correspondent you became our food correspondent and then you ended up being our sex correspondent that's exactly what we needed to you that's that's like like the one show Exactly. exactly. <laughs> it was like the one show. Uh, all right. Thank you very much for coming, so to speak. Bye. Thanks, guys. Lots of love. Bye. Have a good day. Bye. <laughs> There you go. That is Beth Granville there um, heading back to uh, Wales where she's living in a house with her family and spending a lot of time in her, in her bedroom, sounds like, Dave. <laughs> when you say heading back to Wales... Do Sorry, you mean yeah. Just- she, she, I mean, she's sort of like... It, this is the point of having like a group call. It feels like you, you you physically meet up somewhere in the middle. Maybe right. we just all met over Swindon or Reading or something and now we're yeah, all going back Bidcott to our... Parkway or something, yeah. Yeah, now we're going back to our separate corners. That's what happens at the end of this lovely meeting. We all sat on a, on a virtual bench together. It was great running down the internet lines exactly um so uh, what's on with you for the rest of the day please uh gonna make a soup in a minute mate oh yeah that's the, that's wednesday uh due to a administrative shopping error with shopping lists uh we all thought we had to buy peppers uh this week so we have 10 peppers in the fridge so um <laughs> we need to basically make a pepper soup to deal with it because otherwise there's just going to be lots of rotting peppers in the fridge yeah yeah your house has been pepper dashed hasn't it mate come on yeah absolutely all right good luck with the pepper crisis of 2020 i uh do you know what i've already done today dave yeah because uh, i've been up since uh, 10 past six no big deal yeah uh already reorganized the mug cupboard Ooh, did it need reorganising? Uh, do you know what? I'm going to save this absolute gold for tomorrow because uh, Hello. There's, uh, there's, yeah, there's a mug philosophy that I'd like to discuss. That's what's coming up on Thursday's show. Mug philosophy on Thursday. <laughs> See you then. Bye now. Cabin FE83709. Oh, 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 Cabin FE83709. Oh, 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 Cabin FE83709. Oh, 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 that's our Twitter name. Great pick. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.